This episode is brought to you by Northwind Adventures. Hiya folks, Old Man Grognard here. Say, if you ever wanted to experience the thrilling adventures of fantastic pulp fantasy stories at the tabletop, Northwind Adventures has got a role-playing game for you with Hyperborea. Based on the solid foundation of the original 1974 fantasy game, author Jeffrey Talanian has crafted an exciting, vibrant world using the inspiration of authors like Howard Smith and Lovecraft. With paper, pencil, and a handful of dice, your characters can explore the wonder, danger, and thrills of a rugged world beyond the North Wind. Explore dungeons, fight off monsters, mundane, fantastic, and alien. Discover lost civilizations, battle mighty wizards, evil cultists, vicious warlords, and more. With 26 classes to choose from, your characters can quickly find fortune and glory on the road to high adventure, all in the land of Hyperborea. From Northwind Adventures, you'll find it at hyperborea.tv. Abed and all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard. The OSR podcast about stuff with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya, folks. Old Man Grognard here. Hope you're all doing well. Nice day out today. Well, first off, we got a voicemail from Randy. The voicemail that was supposed to be in the in an earlier show, but I forgot to put it in. So I'm going to put it in this show. Go ahead, Randy. Hey, Glenn. It's Randy. Um... Yeah, I totally feel you on your being tired thing. I know when I'm at a convention, like even in Cabin Con, I'm highly motivated. I'm more animated. I'm more into it. I am a teacher by trade. So like you, I stand a lot. I tend to stand more than I sit when I GM. I think being into the characters is important, telling a good story, being you know excited about what's happening, you know, and describing things is all part of your actions. I think working out is a good idea, whether you join a gym or not. I know I am not terribly in great shape, but I have been... Uh, kind of an athlete in my life, nothing great, but like I played football and basketball and volleyball a lot, and I like to bike, bicycle. I would recommend that for weight loss. I know I have to do it, but I've gained weight and lost weight, but it's pushing away from the table. It's hard for me. It's not doing push-ups. I, I like to work out, but it does take your body a while to get used to it, and it does motivate you. It makes you feel really good after time, and you start wanting to do stuff like, I don't know, Game Master. Go up the good work. You can do it, man. Take care. Thank you, Randy. I appreciate it. As I said in the earlier show, yeah, it just gets tiring sometimes to be up all the time. Uh, I just, and you know, I I get up anyway. You know, it's just my nature. And, you know, I'm up and down and up and down all the time running a game. But what are you going to do? If you're in shape, you don't have to worry about those kind of things. Anyway, thank you, Randy. Thank you for sending that. I'm sorry I, sorry I kind of messed that up. Well, today I want to talk about hirelings and henchmen. Now, some of you old, you new guys, that's kind of a foreign concept, the very new role players, because these are the guys you hire for a cut of the profits, and they help you with stuff, like being cannon fodder, maybe, or something, or help you, you know, guard the horses while we're in the dungeon, or something like that, or carry this stuff, you know, they're good to put excess treasure, and you got to treat them right. Because if you don't treat them right, they'll do stuff like, oh, I don't know, steal all your treasure or leave you in the lurch when the big monster's bearing down on you. You know, it's a basic throw me the idol, throw me the wit from Indiana Jones. But <laughs> I think you get the idea. But have you ever thought of making them a little bit more than just a henchman or a hireling? 
Now this is mostly going to the this is go to the players too, but the GMs. I said, why don't you give your why don't you give your flunkies quirks or personalities? Not very much. Not like on the uh, the order of what you do with a player character, or a major NPC, but you know something they're known for, or something like that. Maybe there's a guy that always burps, or one guy who is fascinated by nature, or something like that. Some. You know, there's plenty of there's plenty of tables out there with you know personality quirks of characters. Use what use those. Roll one or two, or even if you can invent it, it's great because you know that these can be player characters. And what I mean is, I've seen more than one game where people hire a couple of henchmen, and the main character dies, and the henchman becomes the PC. You know, it's the whole thing of maybe they're in the middle of a deep dungeon and the guy who hired the two henchmen gets fried in a fireball or gets eaten by a monster or something like that. All of a sudden, they're down in the deep, dark dungeon with all his gear and no, they have no idea what they're doing. So it's almost like starting a zero-level character or first-level character. It could be a funnel. <laughs> it's also funnel fodder, yes. So... Give them one or two personality quirks. You may be able to carry them over into PCs, too. You never know. They're always fun to do anyway. You know, you get to you get to play around a little with the characters. And I have a rule now that anybody who hires henchmen or hirelings gets to run them. And what I mean is, I may not give them full stats, but here's what they do. Or I would say their stats are the same as your stats as far as certain things like trying to hit something or a saving throw or something. You're not supposed to take them to battle, but sometimes it happens, you know? I mean, that goes even for animals, like animal companions and things like that. But they have a whole, that's a whole other ball of wax. Familiars, animal companions, that's a whole separate area that I don't want to cover right now. But what I'm saying is they could have the player characters pretty much stats or abilities or saves or something like that. And you you never know. You might just have a good player character there and not even know it. So they're, they're useful to have around. They're good to hire. So, and, you know, we can go into more of that, like how much you should, you know, would they charge? If they charge, would they accept a cut of the loot or whatever? Because, you know, they're going to share in the wealth, but they're also going to share in the pain, too, in that case. Anyway, so think about that. Making your henchmen and hirelings little more than. So i got to go start my day. So if you guys want to talk to me about this or anything else, oldmangrognargmail.com, or you can drop a voicemail on Anchor. We are monetized, so as little as 99 cents a month, you too can help support this program, and I would thank you. We also have a single donation option in my Ko-fi page, ko-fi slash oldmangrognard. And you can give anywhere from 3 bucks all the way on up to however you want to do it. And, and thank you if you do by the way. These month, these people who do the monthly thing, so i got to thank them. Jonathan, Georgia, Wendell, Jessen, Oliver Shriek, Gilbert Soros, Juan Carlos Llewellyn, Daniel Reynolds, Dan Gregg, Benjamin Brodell, Jason, John L. Large, Aaron, Ma- Michael Tompkins, Randy Har- Nichols, and Joe Harden. Thank you, guys. Want to hear some good podcasts? There is Dan Gregg's The Young, Y-U-N-G, Young Grognar Podcast. There is also Mark C. Wallring's The Yawning Owlbear Podcast. We also have Kevin at the Red Caps Podcast. Good stuff. A lot of good stuff in here. 
We got Big John Allen Larges, the Red Dice Diaries, Randy and Joe over at Pickens Geekus, and my friend Eric Tinkar's Tavern Chat. So, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. Thank you.